Hello, everybody. On tonight's podcast, I'm joined by Benny and Steven as we go over everything Super Bowl 55. We have Brady Mahomes, Arians, and Andy Reid. A lot of good players on both sides of the football. This is the matchup that I think a lot of people were looking forward to. Uh, Again, it's the best quarterback of all time, the best NFL player of all time, maybe the best athlete of all time against the guy that is going to be up there in the future, everybody thinks, with Mahomes. And uh, we have no reason to believe otherwise, except for that I doubt him because I am a hater. I cannot, you know, I think he's great. I'm just messing around when I don't, when I disregard him and disregard his greatness. He's amazing. This is going to be a great Super Bowl. I cannot wait. This is our preview. It's a long episode. It's a great episode. Uh, After this, we will be back Sunday night talking about what happened in this game. And if you could tell right now, I'm very happy. I'm very optimistic. Uh, The next episode, I'm either going to be like this, very, very happy, or very, very sad. So uh, the fate is in your hands, Tom Brady. You can make me a very happy man once again, like you have for most of my life. Or you can, uh, you know, crush me. Crush me deeply with uh, very, very, very extreme sadness. So it's all up to you, Tommy. Tommy six rings. Let's make it Tommy seven rings. How about that? Um, here is the Super Bowl preview extravaganza with Benny and Steven. Benny, Steve, Super Bowl preview extravaganza. We're starting this podcast an hour and a half late, thanks to Benny's hijinks. Nothing new. Nothing new. Um, this is about a year to the day, not not quite a year to the day, of our last year's last podcast. Listen, we're going to keep this rolling. We are going to record a podcast after this game. Um, I'm going to be obliterated drunk, which will either be very funny or, you know, you might see me some tears. It's Sad. Some, yeah, one or the other. Um, <laughs> I'm optimistic right now, though. Uh, and we're going to keep this thing going. So and we're going to have to figure out what this podcast is going to be after this, after this football game and after Sunday's uh, podcast we're gonna because i love talking basketball but it's you can't do prediction podcasts on basketball because there's games all week that's why football is the best sport you can do it's the best sport for podcasts right so yeah sunday super bowl sunday super bowl 55 we got tom brady and the tampa bay buccaneers making the super bowl for the first time since 2002 right they beat the raiders yeah. in 2002 i think it was uh Coincidentally, the only year Tom Brady missed the playoffs as a starting quarterback in 2002. Uh, done a little bit since. And then he's facing off against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, who uh, made the Super Bowl last year for the first time in, what, since Super Bowl three was it? Back-to-back after a, a 50-year hiatus. That's pretty good. Uh, it's going to be a good game. We all are in agreement here. I think these are the teams that uh, most of yeah, us... Yeah, Chiefs by 30. <laughs> Great game. <laughs> Okay, let's let's break this down a little bit. And uh, are I've you gonna act- let us say hello or what? Yeah, say hello. Say hello. Yeah, hello, people. Jeez, yeah, uh, uh, it's not the well, Sterling Sports podcast anymore. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dude. Yeah, hey. Uh, all I know is I'm ready for some football, and I'm uh, ready to call in uh, sick to work on Monday. So, National oh. Hangover Day, Super Super Bowl Monday. You know, I think the Monday after the Super Bowl should be a national holiday. Oh, absolutely. There needs to be something that replaces Columbus Day, and it, it could be anything. But Columbus Day should not be a national holiday anymore. And I mean, they do Indigenous People Day on and some, some. Yeah, I mean January in 1st, our state they do. January first yeah, is a holiday because obviously it's the New Year. But I mean, let's be honest, people are probably hungover. You know what? The New Year should actually be moved to Super Bowl Monday. Honestly, at this point, <laughs> true. Let's, let's be real. I mean, if you, I, I, I drink that's on New Year's Eve. I drink every day. But let's let's let's. Move <laughs> That's not a special day. <laughs> what year is it? Oh, it's the 2020-21 uh, NFL season. That's what year it is. Yeah, 
yeah that's what matters to me exactly this is a this is a a fitting end to an nfl season is the i think the greatest winner in sports history in tom brady against people that are saying that this is the guy that can actually overtake his legacy in the when it's all said and done now we we've discussed this many times if we think it's possible I don't think I, I don't think it is, but uh, Mahomes is definitely a special talent that we've never seen before, um, and he's he's phenomenal. I mean, there's really nothing else to say. Assistant quarterback Chad Henney won the playoff game when he needed to win, but uh, whatever whatever it is, um, let's break this game down. So, Benny, you always make fun of me that I study film, watch game tape, things like that. You well, no, I make fun of you saying I make fun of you why? saying that you do that and not actually doing that. That's what I make fun <laughs> of you for. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't make fun of you because you <laughs> yeah. do watch film yeah, tape. Yeah. <laughs> hey, dude, if you really watch tape, I mean, I would commend you. But here's the thing: you claim to watch tape and you don't. So that's why I make fun of you. I'll tell you this: I'll tell you the tape I watched. I did watch tape actually this week. I watched the um, the Week 13 Bucks Chiefs game. I watched it all back, and I have some notes. I have one big note that I told Stephen before you joined. Um, that second half, it was a tale of two halves, right? The first half, Tyreek Hill had, what, 300 yards. Uh, Mahomes is going crazy. Brady really couldn't get anything going. Uh, they played that. They, they kept manning up Hill or what. I don't know what defense they were playing, but in the second half, uh, the Bucks really actually made, uh, you know, they made it a game. And it was, they the Chiefs went for it, I think, on a fourth and one. And if they didn't get it, they did that one little slide pass that has worked four times this season, but if they didn't get it, the Bucks would have had the ball on like the 50 yard line to potentially kick a field goal tied or score a touchdown and win it. Um, the second half though, when they came back, they had 14 wide receiver targets in that half. 11 of those were two were two wide receivers lined up in the slot. And we're going to talk about props later, but that is primarily where Chris Godwin lines up. So um, if you're looking at his prop, which I think is over under five and a half catches, that looks like a decent bet. But a few other things that I've that I've seen uh, that I saw in that game and that I've read and and looked at through statistic statistic purposes, um, the Chiefs are be below average, well below average against slot wide receivers. They're really bad against tight ends, and they're really bad against running backs out of the backfield. Um, meaning. Uh, they're so meaning their linebackers are their weak spot on their defense, right? That, that was, that's pretty obvious. If you, if you know, football linebackers are lined up on the tight ends, slot receivers usually get a linebacker on them unless they're playing a nickel and then running backs, of course, get linebackers lined up on them. That's common knowledge. I think we've all, we've all watched these chiefs games out of every single unit on the field. Their, their weakest point is probably their, their linebacking crew, right? Any of the former linebacker. Yeah. I don't know who their linebackers are, honestly. Yeah, they're nameless figures out there. Uh, I actually that's don't a, know. That's who on me. That's are. on me. Maybe. Uh, maybe I, you know the linebackers. Can you name the linebackers? Maybe, maybe no. Damian Wilson. Maybe who used to be a cowboy. I think he might play for them. Um, Anthony Hitchens. Maybe. I think he's still on the team. I do okay, think he's yeah. still. On the I team. have heard that name. <laughs> yeah. Chiefs uh, linebackers. Let's let's get this. Let's let's see this because also I watched well, that game. On, Oh, it was okay. So Willie Gay Jr. who tore his uh, meniscus in practice, he's out. He was he was the short. Okay, that's a, that's actually a pretty big was loss. Was he an out? Was he an outside linebacker though? He was like an edge guy. He was an edge guy. Was he an edge guy? Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. It's Hitchens, Damian Wilson. Those are the ah. Two. So I am right. Thank you. Nice. Wow, way to go. Thanks. Um, yeah. I but, said I didn't know him, but I did somewhere deep down in the. You pulled it out of your subconscious in the brainstem. Yeah. Pulled somewhere. it out of your butt, straight out of the ass. Straight out of um, the butt, exactly. But so. 
Another analytic stat tidbit, if you will, is the Chiefs are the worst team in the NFL against tight ends in the red zone. Um, and especially when tight ends line up as a blocker and then, you know, seam out or go out for a route, not when tight ends line up in the, in the slot or anything like that. It's when they line up as, as a blocker, as part of the offensive line and then move for a pass. That doesn't really matter much, but that's just what it is. Um, so what does this mean? I think this means that we have a really good football football game coming up that we're going to watch. These teams match up well against each other. I'm actually really, I, I really believe that this is going to be a great game. And uh, I hope I'm not wrong, right? Regardless of if the Chiefs win, I want, a, I want a close game or a good game because I enjoy it. This is our last football game for the next nine months or eight months. So let's hope for a good game. Um, before we give our picks, I'd like to talk about which uh, positional groups we're most excited about. So I'll go first. Or do either of you guys have any thoughts about what I just said? Uh, too many words. Too oh, many sorry. TLDR for that? <laughs> I no, no thoughts. It's going to be a good game. You're right. You're right. Let's get into it. Let's okay. hop right into it. I think the biggest matchup in this game, and I'm not going to take both. I was going to say the two biggest, but I'm going to say the biggest, I think is the uh, the Bucks defensive line, their front four versus the Chiefs offensive line. The Chiefs offensive line, I I very rarely give credit to Mahomes, but he has been doing, he has not been sacked much. He's been playing behind an offensive line that has been banged up all season. Three starters were out and now they lost their left tackle. So it's not four starters that are out that normally play going into this. They almost lost their backup center to COVID. By the way, we are, we'll talk about the COVID thing, I guess a little later, but actually let's do the COVID real quick. Um, the Chiefs barber, why are you, why do they need haircuts? There's 20 people lined up to get haircuts with this guy that tested. Hey, look good, feel good, play good. You, yeah. you don't know you that yet? Sports. Come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on. That's, that's like, that's well, a mantra. Daniel Kilgore? Daniel Kilgore needs a haircut? That guy? Bro, uh, hey, look, get this, get this, get this. I get that my- is the biggest stage. That is the biggest stage. You're either, you either got super long hair, you're growing it out. If you got short hair, you're probably getting cut. a cut before the Super Bowl. Well, that almost just screwed the Super Bowl. So uh, they're lucky that they didn't. Uh, they're lucky that nobody has caught it from this. But DeMarcus- Also, was it before? No, they don't really care. They don't really care about Media Day, let's be honest. Yeah, but you want to get a cut before the game. Feel no, good. it was before Media Day. It was on Sunday. Oh, okay. If it was, then that's another reason, too. Maybe they, you know. They wanted to look good for the media. Yeah. You think Patrick Mahomes isn't trying to keep his head and shoulder sponsorship? No, he's got to get a haircut. Amen. He should have a private barber. He doesn't need a team barber. That is the private hey, barber. Look, another, he comes to another, them. <laughs> another comment about hair. I saw a picture of Brady uh, modeling the the uniform on the Bucks Instagram, and he had his he had his beard like stubbled out, and it made him look so old. That was the oldest I've ever seen him look with with a stubble gray beard. I was like, damn. Okay, he finally looks like a forty five year old or whatever he is. Yeah. Well, there's also a report that Brady said he might he's open to playing past 45. And uh, oh my gosh, you just want it to stop, don't you? You're just sick of it. You're like, just end it already. There's no reason to keep doing just, it. The storybook, if it drags on, it's it's gonna. I mean, if he wins this game, he should retire, right? There's no reason why you would keep playing. But he's yes, keep if playing. he wins this game, honestly, dude, just retire. The gauntlet that he went through to get here to win it with the first team, a t- uh, the, <laughs> this franchise, the Bucks have the worst winning record, uh, worst winning percentage in all the professional sports. It's like the he lowest. Though, if he wins, he'll, yeah. he'll come back and try to finish it again next year. Do it again next year. It just keep, yeah. He's going to go out like a boxer. 
where it's just sad at the end, right? For for almost all boxers yeah. where you're getting knocked Not out. Not like Peyton Manning. Going out well, Peyton Manning went out really best. sad too, regardless of who won the Super Bowl. Or Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis went out on top. Ray Lewis yeah. also sucked at the end of his career. It's like, it's like okay, cool. You won he the Super Bowl. He could still dance coming out of the locker room, though. I'll give him that. Yeah, That's he true. did at the Hall of Fame, too. <laughs> well, anyways. The bookie the jig. Thing, the COVID thing is crazy. And, uh, and it, it's actually surprising that it didn't derail the uh derail the game because you know he was touching up on all those players heads and it looks like none of them yeah. have covid i mean kilgore and robinson are still in there and robinson's like fourth on the wide receiver depth chart kilgore's a backup center but um for a team that doesn't have any backups on the offensive line because they're all playing that's a, if they lost him that's a pretty massive loss because he would have to come in for either guard if they went out too i think i think that would be how it would play out he probably yeah has- i feel like there's usually like eight offensive linemen on the roster you know like a- and they're playing four backups so i mean they, they have signed people right it's not just yeah they're, they're not just rolling with what they got but yeah. uh anyways that was pretty big so so your position group is yes the- yes back to that my position group is the Bucks defensive line against the Chiefs offensive line. I think that will be the deciding factor in the game, and that's why I'm leaning towards the Bucks. I uh, I think that a couple of couple of things here is the Bucks defensive line has been playing out of their mind, and I don't think there's many better front fours over the past few years that you can really point to and say are as good as the names on this on this line. You have four first round picks. Oh, Shaq Bear wasn't a first round pick. I don't know about JP. Sorry. For like all pro caliber players is a better way to say it. You have Sue Vita Vey in the middle who Vita Vea takes up two people like legit. He's a, he's a monster. And then you have on the outside, JPP and Barrett who are, you know, elite level pass rushers. So I think that's the matchup you have to look towards because I mean, Mahomes has been, that last game against the Bills, right? We, when we watched that game, the Bills have a terrible pass rush. But they still were kind of getting through. Not much. Mahomes had time on most passes. He wasn't pressured that much. But when they got through, they just didn't wrap up. And so he still was able to complete some crazy passes. Um, I feel like in this game, there's going to be more of a breakthrough through from the from the defensive line and being able to hit him a bit. I don't know if they result in sacks. I don't know how much it can slow down somebody this good like Mahomes. But... I do think this is going to be a way tougher test than he's faced um, even in that week 13 against them, because now they're at full strength with Vita Vea being back. So what do you think, Benny? Heck yeah. Um, I just found a juicy prop, by the way. We'll talk about it later. Um, But my position matchup. Oh, you don't, you don't want to give any comments on the one I just described? You don't want to oh, no, that? I agree. I, I completely agree. The reason why I think that's a, a major matchup is, yeah, the talent on the defensive line, but also because the Chiefs are thin at offensive line coming into this game. So uh, extra pressure on them, guys that, you know, are not their number ones. And what is it, both tackles are out? Uh, yeah, both that, tackles. That, but, yeah. But, but I'll say this, Mitchell Schwartz, Mitchell Schwartz, uh, he's been out for a long time. He's been time. out for a while. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that – but usually that guy that's replaced him, you know, that's, that's the guy that's probably a perennial, like to play both sides. Yeah. 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 So now they're actually fourth, fourth tackle. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, No, that, that is, that's obviously a big matchup. Um, I think that the creativity uh, of a chief's offense and the uh, mobility of Patrick Mahomes gives them some leeway with that. Um, But my, my matchup to watch. Wait, 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 wait. 
Stephen, opinions on that? I have a few questions, and then we'll get into. Oh, okay, okay. One okay. game. We got one. I game want st- I want Stephen to give his uh, position matchup before mine, anyways. I want to give mine last. <laughs> Steel is then Stephen. I hope I, we haven't discussed which one the, you these two are going with. So I hope. Yeah, Steve yeah. We don't know. And if he does steal it, I'll come up with another one on the spot. The kickers, yeah, yeah. the special team. It's gonna be the punters and the kickers. Punters and the kickers. Matches. I was actually gonna say uh, as a the joke, hands team and the suck kick- up <laughs> and uh, and Butker. Hey, uh, oh, hey, you know what's a good prop? Will Harrison Butker wear gloves? Ooh. He's been wearing gloves the last couple games. Is that a prop? Did you see that prop? No, it's not, but it, it should be. That's <laughs> weird. He, why is he wearing gloves? Um, Steven, what's your what's your opinion on the offensive line versus defensive line? Chiefs, Chiefs box. Yeah, that's kind of the what I'm most worried about for the Chiefs for getting anything going because I feel like the Bucks. Their line's been looking better every single game, and they got Vita Bay back, and they they've been looking like they're firing on all cylinders. So, I like I like that matchup. Here's a question before you do your positional grouping: um, Which, how do you think? Do you think, or do you believe, or do you do you want the Chiefs to try to establish the run at all, or do you think they're just going to say screw it right out right at the gate? No, I think Probably, they're going to say they're going to do it. it. <laughs> yeah. I think they're going to say screw it too. I don't think they're going to run. I mean, they're going to, they're going to run when they need to. I feel like they're going to, they're going to, they're going to be explosive. They're going to do a reverse, reverse, uh, you know, set up, set up the run with the pass, you know, get, get the short passing game, do some interesting, you know, some fly sweeps, kind of, Use the short passing game and that that kind of stuff is the That's running. That's the type game, of right? running I think will happen, like 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 jet sweeps and fly sweeps. Yeah, and then they'll I don't spread think you out. Run. They'll spread you out, and they'll you'll they'll run a zone every once in a while. I don't so. think they're going to traditionally run with Clyde or Bell like much. No, maybe a few carries. They don't I, normally do that too much, anyways. When yeah, the top teams. passing offense, like they they pass the most frequent. I think it's like sixty two percent of the time. I think it's going to be higher this game, and especially with the backup linemen. Um, my other point here is. I don't think that they're going to be doing um, these 12 step drops at the beginning of the game until they know that Mahomes is protected at, you know, a decent rate. I think it's step be- drops. Like Mahomes is crazy drop. He's already in, he's already in shotgun. He takes 12 step drop. He's going to be 20 yards behind the line of scrimmage. He is like, do you watch Mahomes? That's literally how he throws it. There's insane. no way he's dropping 12 steps, bro. He, okay, that's an exaggeration, but you know what I mean. It's not like he, he just... 12 steps is like 20 yards in itself. <laughs> 36 drops. He's already five yards okay. back. He's 25 yards behind the scrimmage. don't take me literally on that. Okay, I understand seven steps, like seven you know, step you drops. You know what I'm something. saying. He five, goes, five step drops. He goes really <laughs> and he probably has a... I would I don't know have the the scatter plot up of where his throws are coming from, but I guarantee you that he has the deepest drop back on average like throws. It's yeah. just he goes I'm no quarterback. Back. I'm no quarterback, but at a shotgun, I, I'm pretty sure you're only taking one step, three step, or five step drops. He's he's not conventional, Benny. I, God damn it! I don't give a fuck what he's. I, I know. I, I'm not, I know. I'm I'm not saying. That. I'm just. Hey, maybe maybe if you're under center, if you're under center. And oh you're you're straight backpedaling <laughs> like the old times that, that oh my god yeah okay he's not doing sense. that it's a lot better than that straight backpedal yeah. and then the toss five yards yeah. I'm saying basically do you think they're gonna call these they're long kidding. routes like a Tyreek Hill game breaker play yeah okay in the first quarter or do you think it takes time for them to no move? no not the first quarter they they won't show that stuff you know and I mean here's the thing. Uh, you're I taking my question the wrong way I'm asking you do you think they're gonna unleash those early long developing routes is what you're saying. 
Do you think they're going to ease into the game because they have four backup linemen, or do you think they're going to start taking the shots that they take in every other normally? Actually, I, yeah, I, I just, I just realized, yeah, they're, they're going balls to the wall. They're, they're going to take the shots early. I think. Okay. I, then I think that's a bad idea until I personally, I, I mean, I'm not Andy Reid and he's been great and Eric B but I think that the, the safer route is to say, Hey, how is this backup left tackle and backup offensive line protecting Mahomes before I do my, uh, five seconds to throw type throw. Now we will see if that works, but okay. That was my question. It wasn't, okay. we didn't need to get yeah. in the philosophical argument about like <laughs> was, really taking 12 steps. Yes. I know he's not, I know that's not the design. I also know that he goes way out of the design. That's why, that's why they're so good because you can't cover Travis Kelsey for eight seconds or Tyree kill for eight seconds. It's literally impossible without getting a holding penalty. And that's, you know, so. When Sterling was the offensive coordinator of the middle school Wolfpack, uh, yeah, number one Black, offense in the league, Black Hills Junior Football League, he was teaching the, the quarterbacks the 12 step drop. <laughs> I'll tell you this we had the number one scoring offense in the league by about 15 points a game. Hey, hey, the future of the NFL line the quarter, quarterback up like the punter. Okay, yeah, you got Josh Allen's arms. If you got Josh <laughs> Allen, Patrick Mahomes' arms, you, you, you just sling it back all the way back there where the punters usually are. And they throw that's not a bad idea. That isn't a bad idea. Honestly, get the long snapper and then have like a fullback. You know how they have like the personal protectors right there? Get like two fullbacks that are like halfway blocking. No, now you need you actually need people to run routes. So you can't just get the gunners running the route. So you do need to have the five wide, but you can have the the one on the side there, just extra blocker that drops in. And I we got some. We got some. That's not a bad idea with people like Herbert Allen Mahomes. Those are the yeah. three that can do it. And Trey yes. Lance next year when he comes in. <laughs> Trey Lance gets into an offense. The, the rookie from North Dakota State, and they're like, okay, that's how we're running it. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Sirianni the might punt, do that. In, the punt-style offense. Nick Sirianni in Philly might do that. He's an idiot. Oh, true, um, true, true. Okay, those are my questions about that. So, Benny, what's your – or Steve, who wants to yeah, go? Yeah, Steve, go ahead. Yeah, I think it's – most excited for, outside of the one that be, uh, Chiefs wide receivers versus Bucks secondary. That's the second best one, I think. Yeah. Easily best Benny's. one. Did you steal, steal Benny's? It's, Benny is making a face like you son of a Benny. I was, when you said I could That's go, too I was easy, like, bro. It's se- I, se- secondary? Come on. Okay. Well, what what, what about distinguished safeties and cornerbacks? How about that, huh? Ooh. Well, either one, honestly. Hey, hey, I got one. I got one. Uh, Bucks front seven. And uh, I did the front the, four. The running game of the Chiefs. How about that? I hate these. So no, much. I think that's the most exciting. We'll see if they can actually. No, okay. Anyways, them, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Chiefs, Chiefs receivers and uh, Bucks yeah, secondary. We'll, go ahead. We'll see if they can actually contain them whatsoever. Because even even in their first matchup, I mean, how hard were the Chiefs playing in the second half? They were up by so much. I mean, that's not an excuse. Yeah. I hate that excuse. They, hey, they shut up. It's my turn. It's a terrible <laughs> excuse. It's not a terrible excuse. Anyways, and Sterling's favorite saying is, uh, "It was it was so long ago. Last week doesn't even matter." And then he's going to bring up their secondary. True. Yeah, yeah, so that's going to be the most exciting. Tyreek Hill is going to burn them all. And it's going to be it's going to be a great sight to see. Yeah, Have you looked at so, the weather report? Does that matter to you at all, Steve, when you say something like that? Have you seen that there might be a lot of rain? If it rains a whole bunch, you think Tyreek Hill is going to burn them? Yep. I think if it rains a lot, it fucking really benefits the Bucks. Helps helps them even more. Thank you. What? So, 
So here's what I was going to say, but I'm actually going to change. Wait, we my... have to continue to talk about these matchups before you, before oh, okay. you bring up the third one. This is going to be a really short podcast if we don't expand on the points. We got one game to talk about, and we're going to do the game, then we're going to do the props. That's going to be the podcast. Okay. We're going to spend two hours on the props. I already know it. No, we're not going to spend that much. Maybe an hour. Um, Steve, I agree. That is a great matchup. Um. And I say that, you know, the week 13 game really doesn't matter uh, because these teams have changed a lot. Would you agree? I think that there has been the Chiefs have looked way better these last two weeks than they looked in the regular season for most of it. They've actually won games by more than one score against the Bills. They won by more than one score against the Bills. They hadn't done that for like eight weeks. They looked really good against Buffalo. And against Cleveland, they were looking good. And then Mahomes got knocked out. So, <laughs> I don't think the week 13 game matters that much, but if you do want to put any stock in that at all, it would be the second half. They kind of, they played a lot better and you'll say, well, the game was over in the second half. They needed to convert a fourth and one or else the game wasn't over. So I can't, you can't say that they, they, they did supplant Mahomes a bit in that second half. You act like Mahomes came out. and was like, hey, let's make it a game fellas. I'm just going to throw, I'm just going to throw some incompletions here give them the ball back. I want to, I want a good game. He, they did Tom Brady to throw a pick and then he's all like, let's give him the ball back. I don't really exactly. want to score. You don't think exactly. he cares about scoring or winning MVP? You think it doesn't really matter to him at all? I think it kind of does. Well, he was the, like, I got it locked up after plan, this game. The game plan probably becomes, thought that. the game plan becomes less aggressive, and the the defense. The Chiefs don't get less aggressive. They stay aggressive, like they do. It's, they're a team that literally does not run the ball much. They win games. They don't run. Uh, in that game, they had. That, that first game they had they carried the ball a total of 19 times 20 times Mahomes had 50 pass attempts like that's not the, these things they don't get less aggressive Mahomes threw the ball 49 times okay they still threw they it's not like it changed the Bucks defense played a lot better and I say don't put too much stock into that game I don't think you should I, I don't think it matters as much as as some people will say I think that game was a story of two halves. Tony Romo at the end of that game said, Hey, this might be the Super Bowl matchup. Wouldn't be surprised. Tony Romo is Nostradamus as far as I'm concerned. I need to see, I need to, I need to get his futures bets on other things because I'm going to bet whatever he says next year. He says that I'm going to bet that immediately. <laughs> Week um, two, he says that. I'm going to put him that right away. But I agree with you, Steven. I think it is a huge, I think those are the top two. I think number one is Bucks D line, Chiefs O line. And of course, the one that you said, that's number one. I agree, yeah. You you agreed with that too? No, I didn't. Okay, I can't wait to hear yours. And then I think one B. <laughs> I got the best one. Bucks is, I'm going to agree uh, with Benny. <laughs> Bucks secondary versus Chiefs, Chiefs wide receivers. Because, uh, and I put Kelsey in there too, because uh, they got torched in that first half. And if that happens again, the game's over. So just real, realistically, they're not going to be able to. I don't think they're going to be able to come back from uh, a 17 or 20 point deficit in this game. Okay, Benny. Do you have anything right. to say about that before you give yours? Um, yeah, here's what I got to say about that. I was actually thinking uh, more specifically as a matchup that I was looking, uh, going to pay attention to. It was the uh, safeties for the Bucks. Um, I'm not sure who's playing. If uh, Winfield is playing, Whitehead uh, and Winfield are both going to play. Whitehead and Winfield are both playing. Okay, got two young safeties. Um, and the biggest threat of the Chiefs is Tyree Kill uh, beating you deep. So I feel like that is a huge matchup in the game. Um, if if Tyree Kill or McCole Hardman 
can get on top of that defense uh, over those safeties. Then, yeah, but I'm not really worried about Sammy, Sammy Watkins and Demarcus Robinson uh, uh, stretching the field, obviously, as much as Tyree Kill and McCole Hardman, the two guys that are the, you know, elite, elite speed guys. On their team. Sammy. Yeah. So yeah. Slam and Sammy. He's more of a, he's more of a slower motor guy these days. Anyways. Um, no, I would say more specifically uh, those young safeties and um, Tyree kill, honestly, Tyree kill and those young safeties. If so you just stole good. Stevens it's secondary versus the bucks wide receiver. Nope. No, I'm not. I'm not. I, you asked me to, you asked me to Oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, talk about idiot. that. Okay. Yeah, you are an idiot. And now I'm going to give my matchup and tell you why both you guys are overthinking this. The most important matchup is Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. I know they're not going to be directly hitting each other, but those are the two, obviously the two most important players in the game. You know, so you're both overthinking it. Whoever playing against each other, they're playing against the defense. Yeah, they are. They're playing the Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, idiot. Fucking idiot. <laughs> you just gave a Max Kellerman type answer there, Benny. That's that's why you're overthinking it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that. I like which that. quarterback like that plays answer. better. Yeah. Which quarterback plays better? Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes. Um, I think uh, I think that uh I think they both have good games. I think they both have good games. And um honestly. Jeez, I'm, I, I, it's hard to say. Brady, I think Brady has a better game, honestly. Um, I think Brady has a better game, but uh, do I? Does that mean the? Oh, does that mean the Bucks if, win the game? I don't know. Yeah, if, you, if you pick the quarterback Ooh. who's going to play better, it's probably going to be who wins. <laughs> I know, right? So here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think Brady, obviously, been there, done that, and he's going to have a good game. He all like when. What Super Bowl did he have? A, I guess the couple that he's lost, he didn't have great games. But has he had a bad Super Bowl performance? Sterling, a bad one? Uh, no, I don't. I mean, I would say probably 2007 was was one that he really underperformed in. But his first couple, he won. No, no. The, you know, you do you do realize they gave up 31 points to the Panthers in one of those Super Bowls or 28 points to the Panthers. He played great in that Super Bowl. He led a game-winning drive against the best de- or the best uh, team. Six-time we- six-time Mickey Mouse champion. Yeah, so, <laughs> first kidding, two were Mickey Mouse. By the time them. he was in the second, <laughs> by the time he was in the second cor- Super Bowl against the against the Panthers, he was a top five quarterback by pretty yeah. much many many people's metrics. He won the first one where he led a game-winning drive. Yeah, we're just kidding. I, the I, worst one he played really in agree. was either 2007 <laughs> or the one he won in 27 – or the one he won against the Rams that more recently where they won 13-3. to Like, he didn't have a great statistical game, but he threw that dime to Gronk when it mattered. Yeah, no, okay. Um, I, I get – my 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 uh, matchup is kind of cop-out-ish, but another one I'd look at is um, Levante David. Levante David and Devin White uh when they have the chance to cover travis kelsey that that's that's what i'd be paying attention to you know because levante david uh he's traditionally been really good in coverage throughout his career and devin white i mean he's he's forced some turnovers throughout the playoffs so um that is going to be a huge uh matchup besides the quarterback play so i had the bucks d line versus the chiefs offensive line steven had the bucks secondary versus the chiefs wide receiving core and benny has the bucks linebackers versus travis kelsey so it's basically all yeah. bucks defense versus the chiefs offense i w- i'm surprised that nobody took the um took the uh chiefs off defensive line versus the bucks o-line because the way to beat brady is to pressure him 
and yeah. up the middle. And Chris Jones is one of the best at that. But uh, to answer your, or to talk, to talk more on that about uh, David and, and White, there was actually a concerning quote by Levante David earlier this week, or a few days ago, I guess, because it's Wednesday, where mm-hmm. he, it seems like he's dealing with a hamstring problem. Now, oh. I don't know if he's being coy about it, which I think he is, because I didn't see him really get hurt in that Green Bay game. But um, the way he said it was basically, I'm going to let the trainers take care of me. And uh, I hope I'm good to go, but I don't think I'm going to be hundred percent. That's not a direct quote. That's kind of paraphrasing, but yeah, that's important. Like if you're, if you have a bad yeah. hamstring and you're, you know, you're playing, what? you're playing linebacker expected Oop. to cover Kelsey at points. Football um, with a bad hamstring might be that, bad. That's not great. That's a hot take. No, <laughs> Steve, I'm about to mute you. Uh, <laughs> I haven't earned a mute yet. You're about to get a dictator. Steve's yep. trolling he just, tonight. He just, he just earned it. He's muted. He's muted. Steven's trolling tonight. I got a, oh. I got a touch bar, dude. I'll just unmute. There you go. Unmuted. Or muted again. You he can never touch bar. It's very easy to unmute on the touch bar. Um, I like that though. I what? Okay, fine. We just talked about those. What's our? What are we looking at on the opposite side of the ball? Chiefs defense, Bucks offense. Because Chiefs we might defense, as well. Bucks offense. Okay. Well, I think the two most important players for the Chiefs. Um, I mean, I, I think, think it's the linebackers. Just, really, I, I think it's a, uh, I think it's a uh, Tyron Matthew and uh, Riley Sorensen. Those guys, those are the guys Daniel that have Sorensen? been making. Not, not what? the guy that we played baseball against growing up. Oh. Daniel Sorensen. Daniel Sorensen is his name. Yeah, there's, there's least, another right? guy with. Is it Daniel Sorensen? Right. It, it might be. Daniel, it might be. But there's. I, I'm pretty sure there's another. Daniel. Okay. Sorry. Um. There's definitely a Riley Sorensen out there. I don't know. I was thinking of Riley Stordahl. I was thinking of Riley. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a flashback. Anyways, no. Uh, Daniel Sorensen and Tyron Matthew because those are the guys who they've made big plays for the Chiefs uh, throughout the playoffs. You know, um, they're going to be the ones that make impact plays. So those are for me the two most important guys. Yeah, Dirty Dan is his nickname because he, he's uh, <laughs> not. It's really a good nickname. nickname. He, he's uh, uh, he's it, He's a dirty that's a, player. That's a cool nickname. Yeah, maybe. I don't Did know. Did you get from SpongeBob? Yeah, probably from SpongeBob. No, uh, I'm dirty, Dan. Hey, let me tell you something. Sterling could not get into the salty Splatoon. I know that. <laughs> He's going the extra weenie hut, Jr. <laughs> <laughs> you know, out of us three in this podcast, I Let, think let's make a Twitter poll. Well, anyway, could so Sterling get into the salty spittoon? I could. Yeah, tough I? Right. <laughs> I might mysteriously get fucking. Uh, it might get reported. Who knows? True. I will. I, I made a hilarious tweet, and Sterling reported me. I didn't report you. It was on me. Um, although I wish I would. I was kicked off Twitter for 24 hours. Yeah, you shouldn't be. You should be an idiot. I don't. I don't know. I got reported. I didn't do it. Sterling I reported me because he Somebody was sad. I heard his okay. feelings. I think it is the buck. I think it is the Chiefs linebacker linebackers against the Bucks tight ends. The guys uh, here's that why. you didn't know their names, but I didn't know their names. You're right. It, they're nameless players. I think that I think that we can name uh, us as a group. You couldn't name them either at the beginning of the pod. You pulled it out of your anus. You got lucky. He yeah, it was him. in my head somewhere. I just I just forgot. It's it. not lucky. It's not like there's five names to pick out of in the whole world. Yeah. <laughs> there are. I'm there's like, only five. Uh, I think there's only uh, five. I'm looking at the line. John. There's only John, Dan. Tom. Right, there's only five. Na- there's five names here on their depth. John Smith the and okay. Uh, Listen, Dan Jones. Oh Listen, there is an NFL player named. There is five. There's five sure. linebackers, so there are Dan only Dallas. five names to pull out of the hat. So you got you got to get on that. Um, 
the reason is, is because they suck at covering tight ends. That's why, not because I need to give them respect. I think that they're going to get torn apart if they, uh, if they're the ones covering Gronk or covering running backs out the backfield. That means that you need to have good hands by playoff Lenny, which, you know, I've never confident in. I wish they, I think the Bucks are, if they had James White, they'd be, uh, they'd be coasting in this game because they just keep tossing it to him every time Brady got uh, in trouble. But I think this is a big game from Gronk and Braid. I think this is who that they rely on or your slot receiver, like I said before, that you're going against these linebackers that aren't that good in coverage. That kind of meshes with what you said, Benny, with the secondary uh, or with the safeties because the safeties are also covering over the tight middle ends. slot receivers and, and tight ends. Yeah. Um, so I guess we're, we're in agreement there. I do, I do think that that's the one weak spot of Kansas city. I do think that Sorensen and, and, and the honey badger are playmakers, but I, I don't, I do think that they're susceptible to giving up big plays or not being great in coverage. They're not super tight in coverage. And uh, that's, that's the one matchup on the buck side of the ball that I'm looking forward to as somebody rooting for the bucks. So I do think that'll be pretty well. I think they'll do pretty well against that personally. Um, Steve. Huh? The the name uh, the name the name. Sorry. No, you you guys saw like a combination of what I was gonna say. So I think I think those are the more most important ones. Am I gonna pull one out of my ass? Thank you. Unlike Benny, what are you gonna say, Benny? Not like, <laughs> not name, like Benny. <laughs> here here's here's why I thought Riley Sorensen. There was a there was a player at a uh, Wazoo named Riley Sorensen, a football player named Riley Sorensen. Is he related? Uh, Daniel Sorensen. No, not he is not related. Are you sure? I'm Distant pretty sure cousins. they don't look anything alike. They look exactly alike. What? Are you kidding? They look exactly alike. You're you're confusing you're confusing the six foot two, two hundred and eight pound Daniel Sorensen with the three hundred and thirty pound <laughs> Riley Sorensen? The nose yeah. tackle? He's an offensive lineman. No, well, he's number fifty-eight. I guess that's an offensive lineman number. Um Okay, his stats. Let's look here. Why? Why are you looking up his stats? I want to see how many sacks he gave. He probably up. listens to the pod. Yeah, probably a big fan. Get him on the pod. I can't even get uh bio. Santa Mar- Margarita High School. Now that's a cool name. Um over under two years, so we got an actual professional player on the on the pod. We already got one, Benny, minor league baseball player. Get out of here, Steve. You're getting muted for that one. So- had to mute Steve again. That's two mutes now. Not muted player. <laughs> and not, we'll get we'll get Kalenic on this pod if Benny actually puts in his puts in a good word. We could have had f- fucking Vlad Lutton on this one, but Benny uh, Benny dropped the ball yet again. <clears throat> yep. Okay. Here's the deal. Are you guys ready to pick the game? Describe what you think is gonna happen. Things like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll go last. Benny. Why not first? Steven goes first. Steve first. Yeah, Steve, how about you go first? Oh, wow. I've never gone first. This is this is such an honor. Well, you just want the what's going to happen in the game? Uh, well, the, every the drive. Are gonna, all right. I okay. want every drive. How many drives are going to be? Um, <laughs> what happens per play? How many plays are ran? Give me no, right. what do the Chiefs us, do on their give 50th us a offense quarter, quarter by quarter recap, okay? All right. First quarter. No, for real. Um, give, give, us, give us what you think is going to happen. And, yes. uh, first quarter. Opening kickoff. It's going to go to the Chiefs. They're gonna drive down. Bucks win the kickoff. The... Bucks win the coin flip. Is that what are we betting on the coin flip then? It's gonna be heads. Whoever gets the pick, who's picking? Well, I'm assuming that the. I don't know. 
That's a good question. When the, okay, actually, think, what do you think is going to really happen? Let's let's hear. Not, <laughs> not I think. Well, first off, I think the Chiefs are going to win, and they have a little more experience in the Super Bowl than this Bucks team. I think that's going to play a role, and I think uh, Patrick Mahomes is going to get another Super Bowl under his belt. Two two in his three years of starting, and uh, two in four years. Uh, I, I like the over in this game. I'm and the only reason I'm not saying that because I like fun. Last year was a great game. I enjoyed it a lot more than the last few Super Bowls. So I wanted a game like that where it's, it's a, you know, you don't know what's going to happen until the end of the game. And that's, I just want a good Super Bowl. I want a good game. I don't care who wins, but I think the over is going to hit. And uh, I think the Chiefs are going to win. And I think they win by three. Damn. Good game prediction. Uh, Benny? Okay. Here's what we got. So, uh, Chiefs. Actually, I, I'm not going to say who wins the coin toss because I don't know, but the Buccaneers are going to get the ball first because I could see the Chiefs winning the coin toss and saying, we want the ball. I could see that happening. But Bucks are going to start with the ball. Okay. So They're you think the Bucks have... win, the, win, the, win the coin toss and say, we're going to take the ball? No, I think if the Bucs. <laughs> so you just said what you think the Chiefs would do is they'd win the coin toss and say, we want the ball. So you're saying the Bucks are going to win the coin toss and say, we want the ball. No, I'm saying they could. I don't, I don't know for sure uh, what they want to do. But okay, Bucks are going to start with the ball. Bucks are gonna move the chains twice. Uh, prediction: They're accustomed to three and outs at the start of games. Yeah, yeah, they're they're gonna they're actually. I'm gonna give them one. They move the chains one time, and then they stall okay, out we don't that second drive time. Drive by drive. Let's uh, actually, they they punt it. The Chiefs get the ball. Chiefs score first. They score a touchdown. Uh, then the Buccaneers they stall out again. The Chiefs get the ball. They kick a field goal. They're up by ten. Everybody's thinking, oh, this could get ugly. Uh, Brady goes down, kicks a field goal. It's ten to three. He kicks uh, now we're field. now we're now we're in the second quarter. Okay. Uh, actually, the, the the field goal by Brady was kicked in the in the th- in the second quarter. Actually, that was the first. Hey, I'm going to cut quarter. this out of the pot if you don't actually. Ten to three. Okay, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. Ten to three. Okay. Um, then uh, the Chiefs get the ball. They score another touchdown. Seventeen to three. Brady scores a touchdown before halftime. Halftime scores seventeen to ten. Okay. Um, now who gets the ball? I think the Chiefs get the ball out of the half. They go down. Uh, they kick a field goal. It's twenty to ten. Brady gets the ball back. Uh, first drive of the second half scores a touchdown. We got we got now we got a ball game. Twenty to seventeen. Okay. We did uh, have a ball game at 17 10. Chiefs, Chiefs get the ball. <laughs> nope. They punt. Chiefs get the ball. They punt. It's 2017. Second punt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there, there's punts in there somewhere. I can't. I'm not. It's, this game's going moving. We're going to have as a punt. punt Anyways, number. 2017. Chiefs, Chiefs <laughs> punt. Uh, uh, Buccaneers, they punt again. Okay. Um, right. Three. One more punt in the game. Yeah, Chiefs, One more punt Chiefs, in the prop set. Chiefs get. Uh, now, now we're in the fourth quarter. Chiefs get a field goal oh. start the fourth quarter. That's a quick okay. third quarter. 23 to 17. Now Brady Brady drives down. He he scores a touchdown and he uh, takes the lead, twenty four to uh, twenty three. Now uh, Patrick Mahomes has the ball with about ah, five five minutes left. Four minutes, four minutes. They drive down. They score. There's one minute left. Um, they are up six. Brady has the ball with about a minute left, and he doesn't pull it out. And the Chiefs therefore win the game. Um. What 20 30 30 to 24 30 to 24 Chiefs win. That's my prediction. I hate you. I hate you a lot for just making that, that's a great that's a great uh that was a good play by play. That's a great sequence. That's what I got. Okay. Uh, I like 30, the drive up, the momentum, yeah, the, 30, the, 30, the <laughs> crescendo of the end there. Oh my god, that's beautiful. Yeah, 30 to 24 Chiefs win. Okay. Well, you guys both have the Chiefs. I'm taking the Bucks 
because what? I, because I I've, I haven't picked against the Bucks all season. And uh, but here's how I've been ranking this: is my what's my level of opt- optimism? So I'll give you an example. My level of optimism against the Rams a few years ago when the pass played the Rams was uh, about a 9.5 out of 10. Like I was really confident they'd beat the Rams because of Jared, Jared Goff. Uh, against Nick Foles the year before was a 10 out of 10. I was clearly wrong there. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, against the against the uh, Falcons the year before that, Jesus, they made a lot of Super Bowls. I was at a about a, a seven, okay? Because I really like that Falcons offense. This Super Bowl, I'm at about a seven and a half, eight. I, I actually am pretty confident in oh and last year I picked the 49ers and my 49ers confidence over the over the um over the Chiefs was about a four. Like I thought that was gonna be a really close game. It was not really picking with my I was picking more with my head than my heart. This game I'm picking with my head and my heart. Or I was picking more with my heart than my head in the 49ers Super Bowl. This game out I'm out of, with my out of ten, it's eight heart, two head here. <laughs> Yeah, I'd say that. But I'm not 10 out of 10 on the confidence scale. I just think that the Bucks. No, no, I'm saying if it was out of 10, how you would how you yeah, would yeah, distribute definitely. your skill points. Definitely. But I do think that the Bucks match up really well. And the loss of Eric Fisher has been talked about quite a bit. I think that's a huge loss. And I that is yep. we're gonna see within the first quarter of how big that is, how big that is. Um last year in the Super Bowl, the Chiefs scored 10 points in the first half, and they scored 21, I think, in the second half. 21 in the fourth quarter is what they scored. Uh, wow. I think I think they scored 31 in that game. So obviously we have seen games where Mahomes starts slow, um, and then we've seen the inverse where he starts you know really hot and then gets then slows down a little bit in the second half. He's really it really is you know game by game with him. He's never had a bad game, Mahomes. I, I mean, you can consider like a, a truly stinky uh, game. Yeah, he's never had a truly Goffian game. Right. I don't think there's ever been a terrible Goffian. Game. Goffian. That's a new adjective. Yeah. He's never had a game where we're like, this guy's going to lose the game for them. But, and I don't think that happens this game. I think this game is, is a pretty, is like a pretty even matchup. The over under started at 57 and a half and it's now down to 56. And I think that's because people betting the over under, if you're betting the under, you're probably thinking the bucks win this game. Right. If it's a close, if it's a lower scoring game, I, I don't know. I don't, I think that that is most likely conjured. Um, I mean, yeah, of- but that's what I thought about the NFC championship game. I thought low scoring game would be the Buccaneers winning and ended up being a pretty high scoring game and the Bucks because the Bucks winning blew them out. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. But uh, I'm just, I'm just looking at it from this point of view. I know that almost 80% of money in a lot of these sport books is on the chiefs. That is, um, usually a sign that they're not going to win the game just because people never True. win against Vegas. Uh, but the sharp money, True. which I, which I hate that terminology, but the, but the sharp money, the big bet, <laughs> they lose just as much. <laughs> no, they win more, but it's, they, they do lose a lot too. The sharp money though is on the bucks and it's raining in a lot on the bucks now. And um, I don't know why that is. I don't know what's changed, but here's a few things. On value. What I uh, well, the value has been the same. It's been, it started at three and a half and it's been at three the whole time. And they don't want to change it to two and a half. They're not going to change the line. It looks like this is going to be the line we get. If you look at Tampa's forecast um, in the next week, um, what you see is that Sunday it's going to be showers 50% per, or sorry. Yeah. Saturday it's going to be sh- uh, thunderstorms and then uh, Sunday scattered thunderstorms. And if there is rain, and it looks like, you know, during the game, it's it's dropped a little bit to about 40% chance. But if there is rain, um, I think that heavily favors Tampa. 
which is why I would say you shouldn't really bet on these player props until until Sunday morning or Saturday night, until you know what's going to happen because weather forecasts change all the time. Weathermen are the people that can be most wrong about anything and still keep their jobs, I feel like. They're just throwing darts at the board when they're projecting <laughs> weather two weeks or one week out because it, you should see what it says in Bellingham. Rain every day. Today was super sunny. So Yeah, uh, same so, thing for Tacoma. It yeah, said drizzle. It they, drizzle. They, they're wrong on the time. Um, but if, there's a, if there is substantial rain. Hey, you try predicting the weather, buddy. Yeah, let's see if you're better at it. Oh, yeah. I'd be terrible. I think it's a hard job, but I think that yeah. they, you know, why do you even have weathermen if they're just going to be wrong all the time? Uh, what I'm saying is, though, if there's a thunderstorm that heavily favors the, the Bucks, because um, that's more of a run first type football game, the Chiefs can run. Uh, you might get a wide receiver slip, Tyreek Hill slips, which uh, can end up in a pick or, you know, not being able to break a huge run, things like that. Uh, I like this Bucks team, man, men. I, I do I do think that this is a this is a game where people are doubting Brady and you know propping up Mahomes as this as the as the next goat, which is appropriate. But um, whenever you doubt Brady, it seems like he wins. And uh, I just I have a I have a gut feeling here, and I might be wrong, but this is a I had I had the same feeling against the Saints and against the Packers in these playoff games, and I've been right on the both of those. I, I really don't, I I'm pretty confident in this. And I would say truthfully, if I was, I am nervous. Emma Holmes beats Brady here, but I'm actually not feeling too nervous. Now my emotions might change throughout the week. We have four days till the game, but sitting right now, I am pretty optimistic that the bucks win this game. And I, I don't, I think it's going to be a close game, but I think the bucks are going to have, uh, either have the lead or, you know, pretty much be in control of the game for most of it. I really think that defensive line, of the Bucks is going to give Mahomes problems. And when we talked about what the Chiefs defense can do against Brady, what was pointed out basically, no, none of us mentioned the defensive line of the Chiefs. That's the biggest matchup. That is the most important matchup. If the yeah. Chiefs defensive line can get to Brady, the game. Chris Jones, Frank, Frank Clark. Yeah. And we, we didn't even bring that up as a talking point but that's if they can't get pressure on brady up the middle it's not it's not frank clark frank, frank clark really doesn't matter as much in this game and now that's gonna buy me in the ass and he's gonna force a strip sack at the end of the game to lose the game but i mean <laughs> realistically, realistically though it's chris jones and whoever's playing opposite of him because the i did see the scatter plot which i had talked about before when you made fun of me for 15 step dropbacks uh the scatter plot on tom brady what's throws. the scatter plot tell us it's the same every time. It's basically a guy shooting free throws. It's between one and six yards behind the line of scrimmage. Every ball is thrown. Not every, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like 90% of balls are thrown between the tackle box in this like straight up um, one to six yard depth. When with Mahomes, it's all over the place because he rolls out. Oh, okay. So, so, so this is the. This is the spray chart, basically. So yeah, like, yeah. How hitters, so like hitters. Think about baseball hitters. A spray chart. You see, like the lines. Is that what you're talking about? We do like mini baseball. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's the yeah. it's a yeah, heat so, map so, of the Excel sheet. So so Mahomes is releasing balls from a lot of various different different spots, where Brady is releasing the ball from the same spot about every time. Is what you're saying? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, I, I, um, yeah, so Brady, so, Brady's a statue, you know, where he's going to be. Yeah. If you can and get so, to the spot, 
the the actual best thing for the Chiefs or the worst thing for the Chiefs will be if they actually this is, sounds stupid, but I, I put let me explain is if they get pressure from the from the DNs because Brady up. yeah he steps up and the pressure from Frank Clark and whoever is opposite of him I can't what's that guy's name is it uh what is do you know the other you you pull names out of your ass can you pull the name of the does D Ford still play for them no no okay. he's on the Niners now. Yeah, I think um, he's in the Niners. Um, well, it was William Gay, right? Uh, yeah, it might have been. It might have been Willie Gay then. Um, yeah, and so, I mean, he's not playing, but okay. Here, I got it up. It's uh, ooh, uh, Tano Capasagone, Alex Okafor still on the team. Okay, so it's basically a combo. I do not know who that. Yeah, is. Derek Derek Naughty is the other uh, like interior rush guy uh, with uh, Chris Jones. Yeah. But yeah, I don't I don't know who the other uh, opposite defensive end is. So you need but that, that's the thing you need the interior rush to work and it might right. I know Chris Jones is Chris Jones is a is, you know, not as good as Aaron Donald, but he's in the, the class of right below. Yeah, him. He's, yeah, he's good. And um, now the Bucks offensive line has played pretty, pretty amazingly throughout these playoffs i mean they they kind of snubbed or not snubbed but they kind of you know stuck the washington's defensive line chase young and and that whole crew which has been the best in foot the best or second best with the rams in football this year they stopped the smith brothers uh from really affecting the game against brady uh except for a few miscommunications with fournette on pass coverage where brady threw two picks you know one of those he the guy was you know oh he didn't get chipped at all which is terrible Mm -hmm. uh and then against the Saints, who gave Brady a whole bunch of trouble in both the regular season games, they got no pressure on them. So, I mean, um, that's a huge matchup. And I think if that, uh, you know, um, obviously, uh, in the Super Bowls Brady has lost, it has been upfront pressure from those two Giants teams, coached by St- Steve Spagnola, by the way. This is oh, where it Wow. And then, uh, and then against the Eagles, coached by... The that would have been a good matchup, Brady and Spagnola. Yeah, Brady and Spags. Uh, wow. And now Brady in his career against Spagnola has had one good game, two decent games, and then two bad games. Two what you would say are not that good of games. The one good game was Week 17, 2007, the Randy Moss season. Then they played again in the Super Bowl, and you see what happened. He scored what was it, 13 points, 17 points, something like that. Um, now that's a big matchup to look because Spagnola has kind of had Brady's number, but yeah. you're giving Brady uh, two weeks to prepare, which he's had before against Spagnola. But I, I don't know. I'm just pretty confident here. Final score. I think the under is actually going to hit. Uh, I'm not betting that because I'm just not that confident. I have a futures bet on the bucks to win this game. So if I, I might hedge my entire bet and just bet on the chiefs because honest, I, I'm not going to do that, but I should, because I, I just, I don't really care about money here. I'd rather lose money in the bucks win. So I, so Brady wins, I, I would pay a lot of money for the, for, for Tampa to win this game, just because I care more about that than finance. Um, I like the under here. I think that this final score is going to be something like 27, 21, uh, 30 to 24, those all hit right. Yeah. 30 to 24, something like that. I mean, this 56, that's high. Um, that's basically saying, you know, high twenties, both teams. And I just don't know if that happens. I think the defenses are going to play better, especially the bucks defense. I don't, I don't think it's a blowout by the bucks. I'm not going to predict that, but I think the bucks can actually limit. 
I don't think that the Bucks are going to give up 20 points and or 17 points in the first quarter or anything like that this time. I think it's more of a, a punch to punch football game. There will be turnovers is one of my predictions too, by both teams. I think both okay. teams. Turn yeah. It over I mean, I mean, if, if uh, it is a game where, you know, they're slinging the ball around a lot, then that makes complete sense. But yeah, so I'm having, I'm taking the bucks. No surprise to anybody listening here, but I think that the Bucks these last two weeks uh, or la- last few games in this playoff run, they've won seven straight. And I mean, the Chiefs have only lost one game all year with their starters playing. So it's not, that's not a big, that's not as big a deal as what I'm saying. But um, that doesn't mean that much. But I'm just saying, since that second half of that Chiefs game, I said this on that podcast. If anybody goes back and listens to the week 12, week 13 post podcast or whatever, I don't, nobody's going to listen to that. No, it's going to go back. No, yeah, don't, don't tell people that. No one's going to do that. <laughs> but if you do, if you do hear what I said, I, I can, I, I've gone back and listened. I said that, yeah, this Bucks team, it sucks that they've lost like three out of five or something. It was, it was a bad losing streak, but that second half looked really good. And Brady basically took over the offense and, and Arians has said as much because I think Steven, you called me an idiot. You said, no, he didn't take over the offense. And I said, I, yeah, I bet he did. The offense looked totally different. It's not like they just said, Hey, we're going to, we're going to totally fucking change shit in the second half. Brady looked a lot different in that half. And uh, he did throw two picks in that half, by the way, one of them was off the receiver heads. One of them was a bad throw. Um, Chiefs didn't score points off those. So I, I don't know. I I'm looking at this, like it's going to be a close game. It's going to be a good game and appreciate it because this is a guy that's playing in his 10th Super Bowl that will never be matched. I don't care how good Mahomes is getting to 10 is just asinine. Uh, you look at the next 10 best quarterbacks of all time. If you want to cut a list out, Peyton Manning, John Elway, uh, Joe Montana, Aaron Rodgers, breeze, all these people, you're going to probably get the add up to about 10. I, I, I haven't looked at it, but I can just assume I, you can, you can, we can do this after the podcast. We can look at, we can look at is, is Mahomes the best um, quarterback that Brady has faced in a Super Bowl? Um, that's a good question. I think I would say it's close. I mean, for here, here's the, the, there's two that come, there's two that stick out. That Russell would, Wilson. Wilson would stick out. That was right before he entered his prime though, but I would say yeah. he's the competitor. And I think that Matt Ryan season was uh, as Matt Ryan's not as good as Mahomes, but Matt Ryan that season no. was MVP and, um, was a, was an elite quarterback then. And we all know yeah. about that. So I think the answer is yes. Mahomes is the best quarterback. Yeah. I would say he is. I would say there's Brady has faced in a Super Bowl. Yeah. But is this chief's defense, the worst defense he's faced in a Super Bowl? Oh, uh, no, no, not. No, it, it, would, it would be the, it would be the, uh, the Eagles the second time, which I can't believe they lost that Super Bowl. Or what about the Falcons? Yeah. I that defense. Was I don't think it was ranked that bad. I don't, I don't but I, I could be wrong. Oh, you know they were actually pretty good that year. Actually, the Falcons Their defense. Defense. They they had a, ah, uh, what's that? Deion Jones, the really fast linebacker, and Keanu Neal. The yeah, they're still playing, but safety. I think that they both have torn their Achilles multiple times or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Keanu Neal hasn't played in a while. Yeah, that's a sad career that's happened to him. He was so good. Uh, but no, I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, it is Mahomes. Mahomes is the best quarterback he's played against in a Super Bowl. But um, 
I don't think, I mean, it's coach speak, right? But it is bright. What, what quarterbacks say about these games are true, right? It's not actually them playing against each other. It's them playing against the defense. And I wouldn't say this is one of the better defenses he's played against, but we'll see. I do. I do. I th- think they're both going to put up points. That's. I think both score points. I think it's just under 56. I think that's so high. That's a really high line for this game. Especially down the, to 54. I think the NFL wants this to be a high-scoring game, and I think it will be officiated that way. Mm, let them play. Mm, let the or not let them play. Actually, not let them play. Don't right? let them play. Ooh. Yeah, well, I haven't or, really... or they do let them play, um, and they you know they don't call holding. Um, they don't call offensive pass interferences, which happen with pick plays and stuff like that. But um... pick plays are the most annoying that they that they literally pick and choose which to call when it's so obvious. Oh, they're yeah. Coming. And it's so annoying. Well, you know, I mean, like, the Chiefs do it more than definitely do it. Yeah, you can do it all the time as long as you sell it. You know, as long as you sell that you are full out running a route. You know, and, and if the the design of the route, you know, you're in the way of somebody or you run into somebody, that's fine. As long as you're sold on running your route, it's when people like, like, obviously, like, you know, kind of like box somebody out or like, yeah, you know, put their hands. The players need to sell it better. They need to. They need to flop better when the when the when it's a clear pick you're saying play. defensive players yeah because wide receivers oh, yeah. are really good at flopping <laughs> i mean the the chiefs are i'd flop like a fish out of water yeah the chiefs are some of the if most I... notorious offenders at this they do a lot of pick plays i mean that, credit to them but they don't get called on it because they run them really well but it is clear that they're doing them i mean most of those one yard gains are pick plays when it comes when it like it's kelsey running or not kelsey but whoever uh the other receiver is running getting that other uh back off of hill and then the ball goes to hill and it can't be past one yard right and it's always past one yard so yeah i don't know but what i do know is i'm confident in the bucks <laughs> winning and uh if brady does this you know i'm gonna be very obnoxious because he's already i think the best winner of all time in sports and i think that there's people that would say bill russell congrats on winning all those rings back when there were six teams in the league i think some people would say jordan hmm no, sorry. Easier to win an NBA Finals than to get to a Super Bowl or win a Super Bowl. You have the same amount of rings. Brady's been there four, four more times. Uh, people would say some of those Yankees teams, I don't care. Baseball, cool. Doesn't matter to me. Um, sorry, Benny's Baseball Corner. We need to get that sponsor, by the way. Can uh, can we get a sponsor on Benny's Baseball Corner? Who do you think we can get? Who would sponsor Benny's Baseball Corner? Majestic. Can we get Majestic? <laughs> yeah, some cool gear. We get some cool Majestic gear. Nike, I mean... Um... Hmm, I don't know. Maybe it only makes our spot. We would maybe. Uh, you remember those? You remember those T-ball bats? Uh, worth? Maybe. No, nope, but I'll take a sponsorship from them. Maybe. Maybe they need a sponsor. I don't know. D Marini. Remember D Marini? Yes, I had the D Marini demon or whatever. Voodoo. The D Marini. Yeah. Voodoo. <laughs> Hell of a bat. The C4 also. Rawlings. Say hey, Benny's baseball corner is sponsored by Rawlings. I'll take that. I, I listen. I had a couple of Rawlings gloves when I was growing up. Yeah. Those you are the only you, you I had. had a. You had a uh, what like a. What was that? Uh, Primo, like Italian leather. I hate that well, I had. I had three. I had a pro preferred. <laughs> and I had a Primo and I had part of the hide. I had all, all the big ones. Yeah, yeah. And he still sucked. Well, I never used the Primo because I didn't play. I didn't play. It was an outfield glove, and I didn't end up playing outfield when I got it. Yeah, you, you played on the bench. I don't even know why you had even, a glove. I was a lot better at baseball than you. I don't even know if you played baseball. But I promise I don't you. Even, I don't need to know even what position you played. I would guarantee I'm better at any sport. So the was a stud. I was a DH. I didn't. I didn't play in the field. I just swung a bat. I was a fat kid who who hit who hit pretty pretty well. I don't know. Yeah. 
but I didn't play in high school for a few reasons. I didn't want to do the, I didn't want to do the cardio. That's the truth. No cardio. I heard you had to do a five mile run. I said, listen, I am, I'm a buck 80. I'm five foot five. Why'd you guys run so much? (laughs) I don't know. We're not going to talk about that. We're talking about the Super Bowl. But the reason I didn't play in high school was I didn't want to, I didn't want to run. I hated running. I was fat. Baseball? Yes, you shouldn't run in baseball. If I was a coach, I would not make kids run. It's elite. You don't need to be athletic to be good at baseball. Look at David Ortiz, Prince Fielder, Pablo Sandoval. But listen, one sec. We're getting way off track. Okay. We're going to go take a break. When we come back, oh, wait. What are your final score predictions? 30 to 24, Chiefs. Steve? Uh, Chiefs by three. What, what would. 37-20. Chiefs. Okay. You said Chiefs by three, but I guess now it's Chiefs 17. Uh, yeah. I have Bucks, Bucks 30, <laughs> over to Chiefs 24. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a break, then we're going to do our fair prop bets. Right after this, Coors Light! Well, hello, everybody. I was wondering what you were going to be doing for Super Bowl Sunday. Here's what I'm going to be doing. Uncorking silver bullets and chugging them bad boys down. How many silver bullets will I drink? Uh... If you had to guess over under seven and a half during the game, over under seven and a half, mm, I'm taking the over. How about that? Let's get back to the pod. We are back and we're going to do some props for you. So we each have our three favorite props. I'm going to give you guys one off the, one, not one off the top, but one that I think that I haven't included because I didn't see it on our book, but Benny mentioned it to us. So um, I like this. I don't know if it's going to happen. It's a, you know, a Hail Mary prop, but Tied at halftime, Chiefs win game, 12 to 1. Tied at halftime, Bucks win game, 15 to 1. Uh, you bet both of those? If it's a tied at halftime, you don't even got to watch the second half. You're going to win money. Shut the game off. <laughs> yeah, honestly, watch the Puppy Bowl, okay? So uh, I like I like that. Uh, real quick, before we do our favorite props, honestly, like you go through this list, all of them are better. All of these are good, I think. I mean, if you think the Chiefs are going to win the game, and you're nervous about the score, you can, and you think, I mean, Chiefs halftime, Chiefs win game plus 110, Chiefs halftime, Bucks win game plus 650, Bucks halftime, Bucks win plus 220. All these things are better odds. And I kind of feel like that's those are those are plays you should make instead of just money line betting. And of course, you need two outcomes to win, but um, I like it. I like those outcomes. So that's real quick. Okay. Now on to our three favorite props. We're each going to give one, then our second, then our third. Does anybody want to take the floor or do you want me to go? Sorry. Go ahead, Sterling. Okay. My first prop, it's a combination of two. You can't, you can't, uh, you can't stack props, but both of these I think hit and I think they hit pretty early. I think you can on other books though, right? Only on FanDuel, which okay. we don't have. So yeah. I don't think you can, I don't know. Maybe you can, if you can, then Jesus, there's so much money to be made here. Gronk over two and a half catches. Gronk over 30 yards. Both of those are at 115. Um, I think I said this earlier, the Chiefs uh, are bad at defending tight ends. Uh, and that I think is is uh, going to propel Gronk to have one of his better games this season. And I do believe still that realistically, Gronk's still the safety valve for Brady. I know he hasn't got many, he hasn't got the ball thrown to him too much this season, but He's still the guy Brady trusts most. Uh, it's the guy that he, it's him and Edelman in his career, I think, that he has trusted most. And you go to that that week 12 game when they came back and almost won, uh, he had six catches for 106. And so I'm thinking a similar game happens this time. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he gets no catches. 
Maybe he's just a blocker. But I think with how the Chiefs' defense is set up, uh, he's going to have to have a big game to win. So that's my first one. Um, Benny, what is your first prop bet? All right, all right. In the chat, if you don't have it up, if you can't remember it by – by uh, I don't remember it by heart. Well, oh. can you open the chat on your computer and uh, check check, uh, check what yeah, you – Yeah, you know, actually, I, when you said chat, I thought – that you were talking about our group chat that we uh that's a that's a group sport, text. the sports with benny group uh text yeah um okay. you, get the te- you get the group text name yeah so here you, here's you something this. here's something that i like that i think you should uh take a chance Honor. on both so um most nfl games either end by three or seven right like 50 percent, yeah yeah like about 50 percent of them and sure there's plenty of chance that that doesn't happen but um it doesn't matter which team wins but the odds of a team uh any team winning by three points exactly is plus 365 um the odds for any team winning by seven points exactly is plus 490 um i mean honestly that 490 that it's a touchdown game by either team seven points that's pretty juicy so i like that one you, you, you know, just a few minutes ago, picked the game, the Chiefs to win by six. Six, yeah, I know. So, yeah. which will probably be right if I bet on for the seven. <laughs> well, hopefully it's the other way around. But yeah, okay, good prop bet to go against yourself, uh, Steve. Steve, what's exactly. your first prop bet? Yeah, mine is uh, Gatorade orange, red, or pink on our book. Um, if I could pick a straight color, it'd be red because I know on other sites it's two fifty for red. So if you have that, bet that. Ooh. But it's minus one thirty for all three of these colors, which I don't even know if there is a pink Gatorade. There probably is, but I've never had it. That it's sounds like a, you got an edge there, Steve. Hey, you know, you know what they're drinking? Who you know over there? Who you know? <laughs> I know the Gatorade this athletic guy. trainer. <laughs> yeah, I know the know. Gatorade guy. Okay, how many supplier? How many people do you think actually uh, cheat this? Like, how many people do you think text the athletic trainer and bet this? Or like oh. one of the ball boys on the side, like what the, what, what's the fucking color? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or but it's how, different. You know, like, Sometimes they drink different stuff than like than they actually oh, like. Oh, you know what? The There's multiple coolers probably, and they probably they might have different. They're not drinking Gatorade on the sideline. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they, they are. You're telling me they're, they they're drinking eat. water and Gatorade. There, there's water jugs Benny, and there's Gatorade jugs. These I people are not drinking like high sugar Gatorade. They're drinking like yes, they are Sterling. Stuff. They're playing a game. I know you've never played yes, a sport before, they, they but you got to get your electrolytes. These uh, <laughs> professional athletes are not drinking Gatorade you're, electrolytes. You're right. They're, they're, drinking, like, they're drinking body armor. Uh, they literally, they literally the training staffs literally put out water and uh, Gatorade on, on yeah, competition school, days. But in, co- or in, oh, in NFL, in, they're drinking better stuff. They're not drinking, they're not drinking Gatorade out of the fucking bottle. They're drinking Gatorade. It's not out of the bottle. It's a mix. So basically what it is, is it's water with ice and they mixed a powder of which is Gatorade. You think the powder is actually Gatorade? Yes. I don't think it's really Gatorade. Dude, I've seen it like training rooms in uh, college and professional. I don't think it's actually Gatorade. There are benefits to drinking Gatorade. They literally send out tons of these packets of, of Gatorade. I'd be surprised if they're powder to these teams. Yes, I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised if they didn't drink. I think I know a little more than you on that yeah, topic. You ain't in the NFL. Minor league baseball, NFL, a little different level. Uh, okay, not a bad bet, but I would say how many people do you think are, are 
scourging the earth for these athletic trainers. By the way, Eric Church and uh, I can't remember the other person singing the national anthem. How many people do you think Morgan Wallen singing long, <laughs> singing long? Yeah, sing it long, dra- dra- uh, drag it out. Yeah, he, yeah, come on, carry out that note. Really, really oh, enunciate those. <laughs> you can know, we from sing the that real quick. How you long? How long can we make this national? Yeah, yeah. Anthem? Okay, yeah, one yeah. second. I'm gonna bring up a t- timer. The okay. over under is. Uh, 118 seconds i think make them make them do the whole song instead of just it's that's just like the first third of the song no i know you have to do the whole song so the national anthem let me see what it is no yeah. no i mean like when when you normally sing the national anthem that's only one third of the song at like sporting events like no one ever actually sings the whole song well they do at the at the super bowl at, no 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 what? i'm saying like no, generally like the song's way longer they don't 118 and a half okay well we're doing the the one they're gonna sing 118 and a half benny so okay are you ready I want to hear you sing the national anthem. Give me, tell me when you're ready to go. I'm going to start the stopwatch as soon as you point at the camera ready to sing. Are you looking the lyrics up? Yep. I don't want to mess this up. You know, yeah. I don't disrespect the country, jackass. Exactly. Okay. Ready? Uh, okay. Point at the camera when you're ready. I'm going to start it right when you started the first note. Oh, say, can you see by the dawn's early light gonna be under. what so proudly we hail at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watch were so gallantly streaming and the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air, gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, say does that Fly over time. <laughs> better yet wave Oh, the land of the free <laughs> and the home of the brave. Okay, that was 74 seconds. 74 seconds. Under by four? Under by a lot. Wait, yeah, it wasn't even close. <laughs> in 18 seconds, I thought that's what it was gonna be. You're cutting out really bad. It's under 118 seconds. You were at 74 seconds. Oh yeah, I kind of jetted through that. I didn't want to give a full. Benny killed his mic. Yeah, Benny's beautiful song has destroyed his mic. <laughs> Your mic is so silent now, Benny. It says set up professional audio and audio settings. Okay, I Benny, honestly, we can't hear you. You killed your mic. <laughs> Um, okay, so Eric Church and Jay Sullivan. Don't know who that is. Country girl. <laughs> uh, that's funny, Steven. Uh, so <laughs> their over under is 118 seconds, so almost two minutes. Benny just performed his in 74 seconds. So you're going to need a, a, about. I never performed the national anthem. Benny, you might have to you might have to unplug your mic, man. It's gone, but he, he broke it. It's, it's the same for me too. So silent. You're so silent. Uh, I don't. I don't, I don't think your mic's plugged in. You unplugged your mic. I think uh, you, I think we're using your computer mic right now. 
that was such a beautiful rendition of the national anthem that might have killed his mic because of how great it was. Yeah. Well, we're going we're going over on the national anthem because I just heard that at 74 seconds he was singing it fast as hell. We're gonna get a slower rendition by Eric Church and Jay Sullivan. Um, Benny, try to speak now. Okay, uh, Benny, you fix your microphone. Speak real quick. Wow, I killed my mic with uh, the national anthem. That uh, that'll tell you how how bad it was. It's that like was Fer- actually a great. A great it's perform- like Fergie. It's like Fergie at the NBA All Star game. You know, like all the, all the all the all the all the NBA players are <laughs> looking at each other, trying not to laugh. <laughs> she went over to the two minutes though, so she would have. Oh, she, she for sure did. Name. She was like, I I can't even hilarious video anyways okay i'm glad now, i'm hurt again where your your bet was gatorade steve so my second prop is bucks first drive score plus 110 all these things are tied to gronk i'm going big with the gronk plus 110 score on their first drive um i think that's going to be a touchdown i think they're going to get off the ground quick whether it's them having the ball first or the chiefs having the ball first i just i'm cautiously optimistic like i said now, this is probably not going to happen because I'm too optimistic, but Bucks first drive TD, TD plus 110. I'll tell you this. Wait until you see the weather because you can bet this really late. And if it's pouring down rain at the start of the game, you probably don't want to bet scoring. So I'm just saying if, if the weather is okay, I think both teams are going to score some points early. Um, Steve or Benny, second second one. Um, if it's pouring down rain, more likely for yellow Gatorade. No, I'm just kidding. I have no idea. Um, it's probably do right. orange for yeah, yeah, orange, blue, maybe because they're feeling blue. Maybe it'll be that. Oh, the that's power red. Blue, they won. Yeah, there's blue. Okay. There's blue. Okay. They're not Here's happy. what I got. Here's what I got. I got total field goals made under three and a half. That is uh, minus 155 odds. And I believe, you know, I totally believe in three field goals, two to three field goals being, being uh, made. And, and those, you think there's a miss here? Uh, I think there is a miss. I think there's one miss in there. And you know Harrison what? or Ryan? Um, you know what? Actually, I'm gonna go with Harrison missing one. Ooh. Hell yeah! Butt the butt munch. gonna miss one. The yeah, butt, butt, munch. butt kicker will miss one. Um, they both. Yeah, miss. but I think that this is gonna be a game where um, field goals and um, punts are at a premium. I agree. Wow, Sterling's hair. Flowing. He's looking like Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> Rosie? In her bad years, too. <laughs> yeah. Around a bad year. Yeah. Uh, Steve, your second prop? Yeah, so it'll be first touchdown scored by a jersey number under 17 and a half. Okay, let's explain that quickly. So there, that means under 17 and a half means you have on the Chiefs side of the ball, you have Tyreek Hill. You have, let's look here. You have Tyreek Hill. You have Demarcus Robinson. You have Byron Pringle. You have Sammy Watkins. You have Pat Mahomes. And you have Hardman. So basically their whole receiving group. You don't have any of the running backs, Clyde, Le'Veon. You don't have uh, Kelsey. With the Buck or with the, yeah, with the Bucks, you don't have, or what you have under 17 and a half is Evans, Godwin, Tyler Johnson, Scotty Miller. No, Johnson is like 18 or is he 16? I think he is 17. Oh, maybe. Is he 18? I think he's either 18 or 16. I'm not sure. One of those works. 
Yeah, wa- watch him be 17. He's 18. He's 18. Yeah. 18. Okay. Okay. I thought he was 17. Um, okay, so who you don't have I, is Tyler Johnson. I got Tom Brady, too. And Brady. Yeah, and Brady. And you have Mahomes on the other side, if I didn't say that. Uh, who you don't have is Gronk, Brate, uh, any of the running backs, Jones, Fournette, McCoy, and that's and Tyler Johnson. So I, I like that too. I like that too, Stephen. Although I'm going to disagree with that with my with my third, which is Gronk scores the yeah. first touchdown. <laughs> you um, agree with it, but you don't. <laughs> I, I mean, this is this is a hail mary, right? Gronk scores the first TD. It's uh, it's ten to one, uh, plus one thousand. I, I I I've lined this up. I talked about this a lot in the overview of the game. I think the Titans have a big game against the Chiefs defense. Uh, the Chiefs actually are the worst red zone defense against tight ends in the NFL. And maybe it's Brait, maybe it's Gronk. I'm going to go with Gronk. I think Gronk is the is Brady's safety valve and will be this game. So that's why I think that. I think Gronk's going to have a pretty good game. And he doesn't even need to have a pretty good game to to hit the overs on his props. The two and a half and 30 yards. The touchdown, it's all random. You can bet a lot of these people. And what you're going to do is end up getting it wrong every time. It's going to be Byron Pringle. Right, it's gonna be somebody, somebody that none of us, none of us think. Scotty Miller. Yeah, Scotty Miller at least scores some touchdowns. I don't know if Pringle had a touchdown. Tyler Johnson, yeah. right? It's like if one of those guys. Yeah, scores, Ty- Tyler Johnson or Byron Pringle. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this is more of a hail mary. Uh, basically, the pro, the uh, like that, that is more of a, a guess. I do really like um, the under on. Um, I like the under on the game. And that's not really a prop is like what we're going, but I like that if you're, if you're betting the sides minus minus one ten. Okay. Benny and Benny's and Steve's the third ones are, are pretty funny. Do you know who those teams play? Or are you just, did you just do them for the comedy? Um, you know, I am actually not sure who the nets play, um, but they have a game on the day of Super Bowl Sunday, which really seems sacrilegious uh, blasphemous yeah it seems like bad scheduling um because i don't think anybody's watching those games i think they're um, early oh they're either way i don't think they're i don't think I they're guess hey man if i got some skin in the game i might watch it then um, i just looked but, it up they don't the nets don't play on sunday oh they play well, on saturday oh so you, you know what you know what you know what it has to be oh okay gotcha okay well anyways so Same thing with mine. here's the prop okay durant Points and rebounds minus six and a half versus Daryl Williams rushing yards. So I'm going to take the side that Kevin Durant's points and rebounds combined are seven more than Daryl Williams rushing yards. Because you know what? I think max Daryl Williams has 30 rushing yards and he's more, uh, more likely going to be, you know, in the 20-yard range. And as long as KD scores 30 points and brings in, you know. Five rebounds. Five rebounds or more, then I, I, I'd i feel good. So I like that. I like that a lot. I'm actually going to bet that right now. So I put a sizable unit on that. That seems that seems like a one where I think, like, if you're good a unit. KD, yeah, KD five amazing. cents. Okay, I bet a lot more than you do, Benny. Um <laughs> What isn't your risk only like 300 bucks a week? You can't, you can't even bet as much as I can. I'm putting, let, let me tell you, I'm expanding my wallet this weekend. I, I'm going to go, this is my, this is probably my farewell to sports gambling. I haven't really bet the last couple of weeks. I don't bet much on basketball. Yes. Yeah, he's going to drink so much beer and his gut is going to get so swollen that his pants, his wallet in his front pocket will, will be expanding as well. 
I don't carry a wallet, my friend. I carry a card case. One of these bad boys. You know, notice ah. I call it a card wallet. I call it a card wallet. Card holder. <laughs> notice, paid for that. Notice a brand. What is this? Can you can you pronounce this brand? Uh, uh, I'm not gonna say it. I know how to say it. Givenchy. <laughs> Chi. Want to say Givenchy? Oh. oh, what is this? Can you pronounce this brand? My other one. My other one in the drawer. East Saint Laurent. Do what I want. Laurent? Yeah. No big deal. Wake uh, up uh, when deal. it's lunch. The, the dawn. Paid for by Michael Bloomberg. Uh, okay. Te- Teflon Don. Is that a Teflon Don card? No, disgusting. Uh, disgusting. Uh, anyways, okay. I like that bet. I'm gonna bet on that. That's gonna be a sizable bet. Um, honestly, all these NBA props are good. Steven, you have one as well. What is your What is your last one? Yeah, it's gonna be Tyreek Hill yards plus twenty five and a half over Nuggets. So, depending on how many points the Nuggets score. Tyreek Hill just has to get 26 less than that, and the bet wins. Um, let me ask you this. I like that, by the way. That means, like, if he gets 100, they have to score over 125. Um, they do play the Kings, I just looked. Ooh, betting against your team. You want that? You, you're rooting for your. No, no, I'm betting with them because I want the Nuggets to score. So, uh oh. He cut out. You cut. Are you okay? Are you okay, Sterling? You I'm cut out the whole time. I'm here. Okay, I'm down like robot Don. <laughs> I'm here. Can you guys yeah. hear me? Yeah. yeah. Now we can. Yeah. No, no. I'm rooting. I'm rooting you for the Kings. Saying something. I'm I'm rooting for the Kings because the, if they hold the Nuggets to a small amount of points, that's even less yards Tyreek Hill has to catch. Let me ask you, why wouldn't you just bet Tyreek Hill over under his receiving total? It's ninety four and a half. Because this is more meme-worthy. This is a better one. This is a better bet. Oh, you're doing GameStop with this. Talking huh? memes, huh? Okay. I like that. I like all these. I mean, I like all these um, all these props that we talked about. I will say there are some amazing ones out there. Here, here are a few also. Um, so this game features the first female referee ever. Um after opening kickoff, that's a key word there. After opening kickoff, oh, okay. will Nance or Romo mention Sarah Thomas before there was a score? Um, yeah. Minus 140 is the favorite. So that's like saying as the teams get out, like after the opening kickoff. First I, score of the game is plus 105. I like that. That's a, that's, mm, that's a, you know. It's a spicy meatball right there. That's a spicy one. Um, well, I, I could see the cameras like panning to her, like right after the kickoff yeah. or something. Yeah. And Rumble be like, oh, there, there's a there, what's her name, Sarah? A trailblazer out there. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm be like, oh, it's a big moment for her. They talk first about it right before points. kickoff, and then never talk about it again. <laughs> first half points combined, or James Harden total points. Um, it's even. It's plus plus half a point. I like James Harden. I think the first half is going to be close, and if we're doing the the tie. You know, a 13 13, a 10 10. Um, I'm going to bet any, all these NBA ones. <laughs> anything in that realm, right? A 13 13, a 10 10, uh, a 7 10, if it's not a tie, but anything like that, I think James Harden puts up 30. So, unless this is a 21 10 game, I think that hits. I like that one. What do you guys think? James Harden. That was, the other, one. That was the other one I was thinking about doing. That's a great Saturday game. We got the Nets the Sixers. Beard. That's a net Sixers Saturday night game. We might as well get some skin in the game before we watch Super Bowl Sunday. Have either, either we know our bets are going to win or we're going to be very disappointed, right? I mean, yeah. if James Harden J- puts James up, Harden has 
12 points. If, <laughs> if, if James Harden puts up 60, then you're like, okay, I'm good. I don't even what if KD, <laughs> what if KD only puts up like 12 points, and like three, uh, rebounds? Just, he, like, he like pulls, pulls his groin or something in the yeah, second half. I'd be Darryl Williams, he Darryl he sits out for game management. <laughs> How about this? Nuggets, Nuggets going to double OT and score 200 points. No, get this better yet. Kevin Durant drops like 50 and has like, has like nine, ten rebounds, some nice. Then uh, I'm like, oh, 60. There's, I mean, Daryl Williams. There's no chance. Go into the fourth quarter. Daryl Williams has like five yards rushing, and then he breaks a 60 yard run, like the, <laughs> to last... the house. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no. Any of you guys betting the waste open, uh, man, waste management open, and in, in golf? The wa- the waistband management. No, it's a golf tournament in Phoenix. I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, yes, I know. I know what waste management is. Uh, you probably have stock in them. I do not own any waste management stock, although I've looked at them for a while. They've been on my watch list. Um, let's look at them. Actually, their stock one twelve. I, I was with your with your carbon footprint. Yeah, you should invest in waste management. My carbon footprint is way less than yours. You drive up to Seattle for COVID parties every week, and I barely drive. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, hit you hard with that one, huh? Um, yeah. You got me. I do like waste management open. Just a real quick bet. I like uh, Xander Shoffley over Rory McIlroy at minus 115. Rory's never played this tournament. Xander is a, a top. He's been great this year um, and last year. I, I like that. I love Rory too. I'm going to bet against him. I'm going to bet. My, I'm going to put money on that. How about that? That's going to be money. I'm going to put money on that. Um, Skin. I think we have a great Super Bowl matchup, fellas. I truly believe these are the two teams that are what people could prefer if they're if they were doing like if they didn't have any rooting interests it's good that i have a rooting interest and um well for me it's good that i have a rooting interest and uh, i i think that this is going to be fun i i really do i i i again who knows this is going to be you know what romo said is if or whoever said this if brady wins this mahomes can never pass him I don't think if Mahomes wins it, he can pass him either. It's just what Brady's done is just inconceivable. And um, he's going to be back next year. And the team's probably going to be a little better. I, I mean, they've had really good injury luck, except for losing their left guard and Vita Vea for most of the year. But realistically, Brady's going to be back with the same offense mostly. I think I think everybody comes back, except for maybe Antonio Brown, if another team signs him. But it's going to be fun. So appreciate it because we're not going to see something like this again i can't i can't stress it enough brady and lebron are the two that i watch and i'm like this is a actual like a pleasure to watch and pleasure to see what they're doing especially since you know we are we're all 24 steven you're 25 how to get it on mute for this. i'm 35 you look 35 old 25 yeah uh yeah you're 21 so we're 20 24 25 and we've been watching tom brady play since 2001 2000 2001 so that's our entire lives you know like our entire lives of any sport we he's been a constant same with lebron and uh it's just it's just unbelievable that they're still going strong so appreciate this let's enjoy the super bowl boys um we're gonna be back sunday night i'm gonna be either a mess or a uh i'm either gonna be a mess or i'm gonna be a very 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 happy you're gonna be a mess either way no, yeah. honestly, I've been thinking I might not drink. I said I was going to be a drunk mess. I might not drink during this game. I mean, I said that. I've said that in a lot of Super Bowls, but then I end up getting super drunk at halftime because I'm very mad. I, when, uh, the Rams Super Bowl, you weren't you weren't like very drunk. 
No, I wasn't that drunk. Yeah, that one was that one was more so. No, nah, you were pretty. You were you were pretty tame. I didn't say I probably drank just as much as you. So I can remember this. Uh, back to the Seahawks Super Bowl because I didn't drink before the Seahawks Super Bowl because I was uh, a lot underage. In the Seahawks Super Bowl, I was only 18, 19, 18. He's 18. Uh, yeah, yikes. Uh, I remember yikes, the Seahawks yikes. Super Bowl. That one was crazy because that one, we had yeah. Brandon and Darian puking in my backyard during halftime. <laughs> I think it was uh-huh. Katie Perry performing. And I took at least 18 shots. <laughs> during <Sorry>. halftime? <laughs> yeah, during halftime. And we kept going. The Falcon Super Bowl, Jeff Winstead and Gabe Gutierrez came to my apartment in Bellingham. And I drank. I know I split a 30 rack with Jeff of Coors Light. So I was at least at 15 by the end of that game. And that game was oh, a lot yeah. of angry drinking. I was not happy during most of that game because they were down 28-3. And I remember I changed jerseys. I was I was <laughs> disgracing the name of Brady in my apartment. I felt like such an asshole at the end of that. And uh, then the then the Eagles Super Bowl the next year against the Eagles, I remember I drank um, what I do. Oh, I remember this perfectly. I didn't drink at all in the first half until the Philly special. And after that happened, I literally Sarah, my <laughs> girlfriend, my beautiful girlfriend, bought me a bottle of a half gallon or a fifth of Grey Goose. I don't drink hard alcohol much. And I went over. I poured it about. Uh, <laughs> an eighth of the cup of orange juice and i poured the rest of gray goose and i chugged it and i then punched my window and almost <laughs> my hand i was watching that with i think veckage zach and a, a few other people there uh i remember after that game i went into my went into my bedroom into my walk-in closet in, in x and w that's not a stunt that the they gave us a prison bed it wasn't that nice of an apartment don't live there if you're in bellingham um and i laid down in my closet for about two hours just sipping on gray goose sad and then the ram super bowl bada bing that's toxic um so i don't know if i'm gonna drink a lot i i've i've I'm probably not i probably won't honestly i said no i probably will because i need to do this podcast after it's gonna be either me celebrating or me sad that, that's what people want to hear people want to hear uh be, me me be funny i'm obviously gonna be funnier if i'm if i'm shit faced more more uh more unnuanced i um i don't know we're gonna see how it is though it's gonna be fun a lot of drinking time hell yeah i uh i forget what i was gonna say about it but it was basically like uh what was i gonna say it had to do with it had to do with Tom Brady and, uh, and how like, Oh, that I remember. So, okay. Behind me, do you see what that is behind me? The Tom Brady signed Jersey a candle on that Jersey. It says, yeah, that's called a, a dresser. It's shut up. It says three times Super Bowl champion, two times Super Bowl MVP. Okay. I bought that before. Uh, I got, I bought that as like a birthday present to myself with like money that I was given for graduating high school. So I, not a, I don't know. My I bought that as a graduation present, basically. With yeah, stuff that was, yeah, I grifted it. Um, but that now is super outdated because he's a six-time Super Bowl champion, a four-time Super Bowl MVP. That was before he won. That's before the second half of his career, basically. So I'm gonna get that updated when he retires, and I'm hoping to add to that currently what it is. And I I, I just again I can't stress it enough. Tom Brady, since you know the second half of his career with New England and now, it's just been it's unparalleled. So appreciate it watch it have fun this is going to be a fun game a lot of good players and regardless of the outcome um we're going to be watching greatness whether it's mahomes or brady hoisting it at the end of the game i give a lot of shit to mahomes i call him a system quarterback it's all jo- it's actually jokes like i don't i don't think chad henney could win this game uh although let's say if mahomes went out and chad henney won this game mahomes is never going to be live up to anything right he's done they might as well get rid of him right there right then and there just get him out of there trade him for deshaun watson straight up you get rid of that $500 million contract. You get Watson back for oh, a short Oh, now you contract. like Deshaun Watson, huh? 
I mean, it's a system. Chad Henney wins the Super Bowl. It's a system. Uh, you can put anybody in there. You probably don't want to repeat with Chad Henney, bring in a guy that's actually talented. But uh, okay, for real though, going to be a fun game. It's going to be a great game. Cannot wait. Let's. Uh, anything let's, can happen. Anything can happen. Brady six anything touchdowns, eight hundred yards. I don't know that that happens. It might be it might be an all timer. Okay. Well, thank you, boys. We will be back Sunday night. We will not leave you like I left you last year. We'll Dude, be- I was so pumped last year. Uh, like I watched the Super Bowl and I like I was with some people and I was like, okay, I got to go. I'm filming a podcast and then I just sat on my computer and I got no invite and I was like, what the fuck? And you're like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I had to go down to I had to go down to Seattle and uh, because that was Luke's uh, Luke's and yours, uh, which McCall day then uh, your first day on the job and I just went with Luke. And- oh yeah, because you guys went you guys went a day early. Yeah. Right? So. Yeah. And he was all like, you can record it. And I said, honestly, I wasn't that happy. I was watching the game with Tyler Roach. He was, he was very sad at the end of that game. So, uh, okay. Well, boys. Oh, final thing. Super Bowl plans. You guys, were you guys watching? You having a COVID party, Benny? Or are you watching with your family? I'm watching it with my family. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Um, we're going to have a good time. We're going to drink. Oh, we're going to get drunk Benny for the, we haven't got drunk Benny for a while. Yeah, I've been on my best behavior. We we haven't got school Benny in a while. <laughs> are you drinking school? Or are you gonna be drinking? That the was worst, the worst that was the phase. <laughs> that was that was my favorite podcast. <laughs> that was a dark place. No, Benny, you live with your parents. Your parents have good alcohol, and what you do is resort to taking the worst alcohol in the household. You got to be well, a little they, more greedy. Than see, that. they have they have good alcohol and they have the cheap alcohol too. So you know, got to be a little more greedy. Me, me, being, me being yeah, me being respectful and humble. You know, I don't go after the good stuff. I just take the bottom shelf at the household. You know, and I just I. I, I, I take it in the chin and your liver it. does not thank you. Um, yeah. Steve, what are you, how are you watching the Super Bowl? I'm not, I'm probably just going to watch it at, at my house by myself. Probably. <laughs> I'm watching it with Sarah. Uh, I mean, she, if Julie, if, if Julie will watch some of it with me or my sister, they'll probably watch like some of it. So get him to watch the commercials. Uh, <laughs> that's how I get my girlfriend in on it. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Uh, she loves it. She, actually, she got gonna, very excited by all the commercials. Let's get that really say. quick. Who's going to have the best commercial of uh, the Super Bowl? Uh, uh, probably probably Tide Pods. Probably Budweiser. Budweiser. The Tide Pod commercials are great. Which one is, Steven? The Tide, the Tide ones where they're like, you didn't know if it was a Tide ad and they would like they would like joke on other ads and then it's like, Oh no, it's a tight ad. You know what like sucks? Those ones. It's a lot of these Super Bowl commercials are coming out earlier than the game. And I hate that Amazon already released theirs and I hate Ugh. it. It's like black Friday, black Friday used yeah. to be 3 AM Friday after Thanksgiving. They've yeah. now moved it up to Thanksgiving night at six o'clock. It's un-American. It's- yeah. Right. Well, they, they start the deals online even before that. It's disgusting. What I want is a good old fashioned rampage to Surprise a I want to Me see too. My, my Super Bowl commercials on the Super Bowl when I'm watching the Super Bowl. I don't want yes. to see them on. I don't want to see them on YouTube two week. days before. Yes, I want I've already spoiled four ads. I've already spoiled four ads. They're automatically out of contention. If yes. I see your ad early, you're not in contention anymore. We we, right. we will we will pick our favorite ads. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I'm. That'll not- be my favorite. That'll be my favorite segment. <laughs> Same. What's your favorite ad? Listen, if the Chiefs one of my favorite that's parts of the Super about. Bowl. If the I can't wait for the game. Robin Hood's, only gonna Robin, talk Hood's about doing, Robin Hood's doing one, and it's gonna be hilarious. Shut up, Robin Hood's doing a commercial. Yeah, they already paid for it, and then they're uh, like, they're still, they were gonna cut it, and then they're like, well, you know, we'll probably just do it. <laughs> okay, well, boys, I'm gonna be watching with my girlfriend. I'm gonna be watching it very stressed out, probably. Hopefully, I'm too stressed. 
I, I said this uh, in the NFC Championship game. My heart rate 157. I can't do these many more. <laughs> it's going to be the end of me. Sterling's going to retire when Tom Brady retires. <laughs> that might, no, I mean, then I won't be as stressed. I, I mean, the Patriots are probably going to be really good again soon, and then I'm going to be stressed about them. It's going to be just – once Brady retires, it will be a relief off me. Oh, buddy. Very sad, but I will be relieved that I don't have to be stressed out all the time. Tom, if you're hearing this, come on the pod. Talk me out of my stress. I have a higher heart rate than you do on the field. Okay. Probably do, actually, but like that's probably not a joke. <laughs> so Yeah, he's probably, he's probably pretty relaxed on the field. He's probably pretty chill. Yeah, legit. Obviously competitive, but, you know, he's he's comfortable. His heart rate's at, like, 45. It's, like, yeah, just flat rest. line. Just, yeah. just, like, he's he, nothing nothing affects him. He has like no he's sleeping or something. Yeah, he's just he's just in a zone. He's like in a in a quasi zone. Yeah, uh, he, he doesn't hear anything. He just hears. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> okay, well that's quicker than forty five a second and forty five beats per minute. You gotta go a little slower than that, Benny. Can we get the national anthem again to play us off? Yep. Um, On the Rockets, right? Yeah. Now. God bless America. That's all You're gonna I got. do that? You're gonna do God bless America now? No, that's how I end my national national anthem. Everybody, the crowd roars, and then I say, "God bless America," and then go Chiefs. Six, six planes just fly overhead. Yeah, and then <laughs> go Chiefs. Oh, sorry, I can't root for a team. God bless America. Yeah, and then you rip off your NFL they, hat. Then, then they flip back the Jets and they fly over again. <laughs> they do three sixties in the air and come back. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that'd be amazing. that'd be a miraculous. Yeah. Biden's America. You never know what can happen. Okay. uh, Thank you, boys. We're going to be back Sunday night. Have a good one. Let's turn up. Bye-bye.